Yes, we are back at it. Welcome to Real Life Boxing. This week's guest, it's the former Conwell Super Middleweight Champion, David Brophy. Bros, welcome to Real Life, mate. Thank you, mate. I'm not bad, mate. How's your family doing? Good, aye. Um, aye, probably just recently, well, wait a month ago, with a wee, a wee girl called Ella, so it's keeping me busy, but it's full, changed a full life. But Mate, let's just kick it off, mate. You're mate. two years retired now. Are you missing it? That's every day. Every night I go to my bed and think about it, but there's, mm-hmm. more, there's more to life now, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Oh. Still got, so it's always got to be in here. It's always... Something that, it's the only thing you ever knew, you know what I mean? it's the only thing you ever mm-hmm. thought about, it was a very, very selfish thing as well, but mm-hmm. I think my missus, she's a bit more uh, relieved than me than that farmer, because it changes as well, you're not thinking about yourself all the time, you're not training all the time, mm-hmm. can't imagine myself doing it with a family, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do it, but it's, it'd be tough. Tell me what you, what you most miss about it. I miss the training aspect, I mean, boxing was made for me, I think, but uh, I've done the football as well, like, for the individual aspect, like, didn't ever need to tell MD to tell me to go and day training or do my run at night and things like that, like, that was the thing with Billy, like, you only, only needed Billy for like two and a half hours a day. I like that, I mean, I like that aspect, because if you, if you know what a day and anybody else will do it for you. What I'd like to ask you is, mate, how do you replace that high rate of fight night, the nerves, the buzz, the crowd, how do you replace that now you've retired? You can't, mm-hmm. never will, like, and I understand, like, see people, like, like, you hear bad stories about Ricky Hatton and things like that, like, mm-hmm. I mean, they've done certain things after their career and trying to maybe chase that high, but... You'll never, these are people that have done a lot higher than me. Mm-hmm. You'll never ever get that again. It's, it's no matter how many goals you score around, you'll never get a feeling like that ever again in your mm-hmm. life. But as I say, I mean, my, my, my Wayne was born, my Mella was born, and um, even though that's the best thing that's ever happened to me, you know what I mean? But still, it'll never, it'll never be the same feeling. Mm-hmm. And then even when the fight, it's just you, it's won that fight. It's different for any football game you've won in an office. If you're a bad game in a park and then that, like, sub that the boys wouldn't be help you. It's just, <laughs> it's just you in there. So, nobody else to praise or nobody else to. Mm-hmm. To um, criticise rather than yourself, I think goes good or bad. Once that bell rings, mate, it's just you and him. So, that's what I liked about it. I loved that. Loved mm-hmm. that was it mission accomplished or did you feel you had more to give? Were you happy with your retired on? <laughs> I don't know. I think there's, there could have been a lot more to me, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. the early retirement, but um, like a cut of sale, man, it's got a good tie, good things, but I say, um, they win the Commonwealth and you win the supposed day, and mm-hmm. like, obviously the field of fight, that was a sore man for me. I was a right sore man. Groves, I was just. A bit, bit more about me because I never ever really said no to a fight when mm-hmm. I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, I things like that when they come off, she's brilliant, but even coming back, that as well, I never really took full advantage of it. Like speaking to certain people about it or mm-hmm. getting your name out there, I wasn't really ever bothered with that. But mm-hmm. looking back, that now it's kind of regret, but um, it's as what it is. And I mean, you're never going to get it back, but it's just one of these things, definitely. Maybe as I say, you retired in the 22 2 and 1. Your only loss was to two guys, might not be world champions, Jog Rose and Rocky Field. And so, mate, tremendous career. But what I'd like to do, mate, I'd like to run it back, mate. What brought you to boxing initially? I actually sent to boxing for my discipline. Mm-hmm. I was a bit of a wee bastard when I was young. So, um, <laughs> me and another guy from my school, we've said we're young, maybe kind of in mind, we're maybe 11 12 or something. But sent to boxing to four hours in Airdrie, right? And it was only a community center, wasn't it? Much, much there, but it done the job it was. And mm-hmm. sent there just for. Purely for discipline and try to screw, screw the nut a wee bit, but, um, <laughs> but it worked and I kind of took to a, a doctor water and um, enjoyed it, enjoyed the training. Right. I still played football at the time, so yeah. at that, that age you can do some every night of the week and yeah. you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And then um, the other guy who was weak, just gradually fell away from it. And again, it fights. Like, I had a good amateur career, but most of my amateur career was all junior. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, like, so then I went to play football, but um, I think the only one, I, I couldn't mend it. Didn't tell you how many fights I had, but it was a good few fights and mm-hmm. numerous amount of Scottish titles, Western yeah. districts, and yeah. I think the only one guy in Scotland that ever beat me mm-hmm. in amateurs, and he sadly died, uh, nearly Baxter, his name is. Right. Died right. in a car crash, but... How did that affect you? Uh, after the... After, uh, after the past, the, uh, 
well, it beat me, and I think it was main stubbornness because at the time I was pretty mm-hmm. well experienced, right. and it was his second fight, mm-hmm. and it was at the Scottish, and he beat me, and he well beat me, he well beat me, and then that hit me hard, and it was like this a wake up call. You can't think you're any that age. You think you're going to if you're not been beat yet. You're the man. And we beat him. We beat him after that, and then kind of made how long ago after. But it was like up. Um, but burned me and he mm-hmm. died in a car crash. And I, I even know the road, but Aye. I saw one. I mean, I know he's training. I knew he's training. I know Colin McNeil, he right. trained him. Aye. So um, but that's it was sad, sad news. One of your career, mate, when you started boxing, did it come naturally for you or did you have to work hard? It did, it did kind of work, it come naturally, but um, I still say I was never ever gifted. Fairly, I'd done even with the football, I was never ever gifted. Like, mm-hmm. God, God give me talent. It was. To get 100%. I think even through the football, I never played, never, I wasn't a great football, but, but I openly admit that. But mm-hmm. um, I was a lot hard worker, and even with the boxing as well, like, I think I worked, my, worked myself that hard. Maybe Billy, I went to Billy, I still had a lump for leg breaks and things like that. I wasn't, it wasn't good at all, but like, through obviously Billy's training, my hard work, I think I got somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'll still say that this day, I was never ever. God give me talent then, but my hard work's got me somewhere. And even that title, it's, it's just through hard work. There's right. people out there, like, mm-hmm. seen in football and even a boxer, they're just, they're good, they're just mate, in this earth, they do what they do, you know what I mean? That's how you get the messages, Ronaldo's fucking Ali, you should just, be the exactly. Go to me, that's how you, you but it, I see the mental side of boxing, how many, how much percent-wise would you say is involved um, in the mental side of It's a lot, as I say, it's a very, very selfish thing. Mm-hmm. Like, still my, my wife, how she's still with me after having this boxer, I've never known how to <laughs> It's a lot to do with your mental mental aspect and how you think and how you how you get yourself up for things when you don't want it and like you're going to that training session and it's pissing the rain and Aye. you have to just knack it. But it's, as I say, that was the kind of things I like. But I've seen so many boxers and even in other, other stables at the time that Aye. you knew they were going to go that run. I mean, they knew they knew that you were going to go and day what you were going to day. But Aye. that's what you made made it even better. Like you don't didn't need to need to tell you. Just talk about motivation and things like that, mate. Did you fall in love with the sport at such an early age, or did you? You need to grow into it. The right when you went to me, like, I know what I love this. This is what I want to do. I didn't actually like. I didn't. I didn't like it. To be honest, but, um, mm-hmm. like um, even going to fights, every single fight I had until maybe X amount of years ago, like all through my amateur career, and that like I was like every before every fight, I was like, what the fuck, I'm mad killing this right today. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Aye. I mean, but as I say, you gave some, you're half decent at, so you're getting it a go, and then. Aye. Maybe a but maybe a bit through through my old man or all maybe Aye. maybe Aye. not forcing me but Aye. like you knew it would have made him happy. Aye. You know what I mean? Things like that. So um but at the end of the day, of course you wanted to do it for your own stubbornness, your own ego, but um every fight I can tell for as far back as I remember I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Honestly. That's a fight game, mate, but see the amount of people you meet in it as well, man, of fucking brilliant man, and it's you go to shows Aye. as well. You must meet your own mates going, oh, fucking but magic. It's brilliant. I met some met some good good characters through the years, mm. um, good friends as well. Aye. Um Stable mates, even people you know, you've sparred, like I've sparred most about every day in Britain. I mean, so I've been there, I've been there everywhere in Britain. It's good, and mm-hmm. you mean, and, and you've got this alter ego thing about boxers being a bit rude. I mean, you see the telly and that, aye. but just gamesmanship in it, mate. They're gentlemen, I mean, it's, it's a different kind of sport, it's different for football and things like that as well, because um, two people fighting one another, even sparring, not fucking absolute lumpsy one another for 12 rounds or 10 rounds. Aye. and then, and then they just give you cuddle and then they go and buy you something to eat or something. Aye, I mean, they a few beers in it. It's mad, it's okay. mad, but it's good. Bro, I'm colder, Crooks, mate. Tell me a bit about your upbringing. It was good. Crook, Crooks is a quiet place, you know what I mean? Um, I've stayed there. I've still stayed there, actually, so I've stayed there till probably right. forever. Aye, um, aye. It's good, it's quiet. I was, the, I was, the, I was a, bit, a bit a wee bastard in primary school and that, <laughs> but um, I loved my football. I loved playing football, but um, I 
I'm still, even even I was younger and that, I loved to get out for a few beers and that and all, you know what I mean? It wasn't any angel, but as I say, that was, that's what it was. Obviously, I'll still stay there and I even persuaded my missus to move there, which is, right, she's no fair there, but um, <laughs> she's fair, right, so I've cool. got Cairn Hill, but um, so she wasn't fit up for moving up there at the start, but she's just not got a choice. You touched on earlier, but you're just a, a baby girl. How are you finding it, mate? How's it been? Brilliant, mate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's total game changer, you know what I mean? Like, even when she was just born, like you've got this way, and you're like, what the fuck do we do now? What do aye. we do this way? You hang on it, aye. Um, Superb. See, even Nikki and I, she took it to, like, just take taste it. It's a mother, that's a mother aye. thing, but aye, even good. me as well. Like, and it came at a good time to meet with the coronavirus, all the gyms are shut, and that's why I had time where I spent where, but I'd have never had, I'd have, it would be my busiest time of the year, not me. How did you find that, mate, with the COVID? And that must be a testing time when a PT, your gym's shut. Fuck, he'd must have up your ass. Mate, it was. See if I never had the gym to use myself, mm-hmm. it would have been tough. But Aye. as I say, you find yourself in bad habits and that all sometimes you're going to do a session, Aye. you're uploading a few beers. Oh, it's too easy, but done it, do you know what I mean? You've even done it up for the morning, but mm-hmm. it was good to have the time to spend with the Wayne, but I, it was just a I think people had it a lot worse than me, you know what I mean? Like obviously I had a gym, I still had a gym to use. Like Aye. I can imagine people out there that it was life or death where they had a gym. I consider myself pretty lucky through the COVID thing with mm-hmm. the rain and, and uh, having a gym and things Aye. like that. You spend more time as well, mate, do you know what I mean? Which is nice, Because you know I mean? time's precious, isn't it? It'd been my busiest time of the year and I've been, I've been in the house like mm-hmm. January and in the gyms mm-hmm. and or Christmas time, so I'm, I'm probably one of the lucky ones. I've been better off mm-hmm. through COVID to be able to talk to People have had it a lot tougher than me. You touched on the mate, your wife, eh, Nikki. You get married in 2019, you retired in 2019, and um, I'm sure your wife was pregnant in 2019. You know, that... I think you know me and me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how do you, how's Nikki? Good unit in that, mate? Aye, is a good net? Aye, see, Nikki's brilliant. She's the only person at all that could put up with me. Mm-hmm. As I say, you like, threw all my box and that. Like, I was in a fucking nightmare, not I mean, you're Aye. selfish and. And but, but, oh, terrible! I'm ter- the worst ever. So how she still with me? I'll, I'll never ever know. But I she it, it was too long for her to come and see me fight that as well. Aye. Even my mum, she'd never ever seen me fight. Exactly, aye. She seen me fight once an amateur. Uh, she seen me playing football once, and um, but she wasn't 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 for watching. I think she watched once in the the tail end. It was the Commonwealth. I think right. maybe maybe aye. after it after that actual fight. And Nicky used to come at the fights and. Uh, you see, it was a head in the hands kind of thing. I mean, it must be tough. I get me a nervous going watching my mates fight, or big siblings fight, or something. Aye. I get me a nervous watching them fighting. And that was me going in doing it. I wasn't really bothered around it. And it was good. Touching on your football career, mate, I need to wrap this. I know you kind of don't like talking about this bit because you're a boxer and that, but you played with United, that's right, didn't you? So I tried, didn't I? <laughs> you played with guys like Johnny Russell and that, didn't you? Aye. How'd you find Johnny? Best player I've ever played with, mm-hmm. ever. Aye. There were good players up there. Um, there are a few boys for how I get picked up for the school, but. Um, we Scotty Arm as well played the same team as him. He was in a position with the ball. He was quality. Just day things with a ball, but you could never have a day. You know? I mean, I could never day. He said some clubs as well, didn't it? Portsmouth, Celtic. He's, played, he's liked great, you a few times for his West Brom. And he um, used to be kind of small. Mm-hmm. He's obviously he's probably bigger than me now, you know what I mean? So it's mad how it works out. But, but Johnny, aye, Johnny was the kind of player where. If um, if he wasn't playing, you weren't that confident in, in winning. Aye. Like, you're up to the Gossie Park, <laughs> but you're still outside Tanadice and you're Aye. playing like under 17s. And right. Johnny's not playing, you're like, oh, fuck. Fuck's sake, we're getting hammered today. Aye, like, fucking <laughs> hell. But aye, he was a great player Aye. and he's doing well for his son, which is good to see. Were you up in Dundee living at the time, or how did Aye, that work? We, we stayed up in Dundee, we were, we were picked up at the school, so I was quite late on. Mm-hmm. And um, I was only under 17s for no long time, and then mm-hmm. we got a full time contract. So Aye. I thought it was pretty unfair to take a bonus because there are boys here that's been Aye. there. The twelve year old and that, but obviously yeah. I, I seen they seen something, but I, I don't know. But anyway, it happened, and then mm-hmm. we moved up after a summer. Moved up there, and we stayed in a big, it was a big house like in Perth Road. Aye. I don't know if it was an old nursing home or something. There were loads of rooms, but it was, it was, it was mad. It was a shite hole. Aye. There were holes, <laughs> holes in the wall, and all that. there was a pool table, and, Aye. and um, 
but it was I thought it was quite tough going away from home and that and, uh, up there and much easier than a team game it abdies for themselves I mean I hate it for that but never mind the fit but how'd you go at Fat Sam's alright gaffer I was never been never in my life no I was too young at the time probably um, probably too young at the time and probably try to keep my head down and do the good thing touching back in the box mate tell me a wee bit about your amateur career and amateurs um, I could always mind my very first fight I was the only one my papa ever seen my papa was um, he died after my first fight so that was good for him to see that first one so that was mm-hmm. pretty good but um, right. amateurs the same most of it was on the junior stuff mm-hmm. Um only had a few senior fights, um, obviously because of football, and then um, a few injuries, and then I went pro straight right. after it. Aye. So, um, aye, it was good. Like I've, as I say, I surprised myself. To be honest, like it came me like the first ten fights, mm-hmm. no, no been beat, aye. and like I still say it this day. Let's see if I went amateur now. I think I would get, I'd get danced a, danced a bit <laughs> because it's just it's evolved too much. Hundred percent, the game's um, changed, mate. Aye, it's evolved aye. too much, but like mm-hmm. the back in the day, you used to get like, scorecards and that, mm-hmm. or it's computer point. And the old guys are. Like he scored for they can't fucking see. Aye. So but um, even the, the scorecard, so it was a big count back at school, so it was how many punches you threw. Aye. I loved that. I aye. just went on fucking threw <laughs> as many punches I could. So aye, aye. but it suited me at the time and it worked out pretty well with time wise and as I see you got more and more and then you went to Exeter. I couldn't tell you exactly. I need to look at my card again how many fights and how many men I went undefeated before that defeat. Aye. But I get two British silvers, aye. British bronze. Went to like Albania for the European Championship and stuff like that. So Aye. you represent your country. I was ca- a captain of the country as well, doing Liverpool. Aye. See, whenever I get the gold in it, I get a silver. But um, good experiences, especially being a young boy, Aye. to Definitely. go back and see Aye. your mates. Who's the best you face in amateurs? I fought a boy in, in Liverpool. Right. And he, I think his name is Danny Boswell. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's actually his name because I've seen a bit about him, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Venko. I like right. Matt Venko. Right, okay. Bolton. So Aye. he's from there and he said to me, showed me a picture of his like actually when he beat me mm-hmm. um like a clip for years and years aye, and years ago with boys aye, right. it wasn't that long ago actually i tried to find that and um and again i'm in a lot of bother but we were still fighting and get this particular guy danny boys i get a lot of bother right, okay. but it was meant to be a right right good fighter aye. and a right right good name for doing that way right obviously he's must be an utter or something <laughs> but, um, get big simone in my head i fucking sort of <laughs> minutes yeah, well, I, um, I sat just coming in my head there so aye. um uh, he was a good fighter. You had a short amateur career. Do you think like, your amateur career was tailor-made for the pro game? I think I was, to be honest. Um, as I say to you, the way, the way it's evolved now, I think if I went amateur and had one amateur fight, I'd, I'd get made, made a fully. Mm-hmm. Just the way it's evolved, it's more more professional now, but mm-hmm. at the time, I was suited for it. Like I was never the most elusive fighter. Mm-hmm. I was always there. Yeah. You, you didn't know where you were looking for me. Uh-huh. Um, so I liked that. I was always kind of trying to go forward all the time. If somebody put me in the back foot, I was in trouble. Uh-huh. So, But I think that's a lot for the sparring with probably Big Simmons. And, uh-huh. I mean, Ricky's taught me a lot through, through the career and that and all, it's, it's, it's valuable experience you can't buy, you know what I mean? So, um, Still gone, Ricky, boxing Scotland as well, mad, I mean, why? He's some engine, hasn't he? He would, he would fight his Canadian, <laughs> honestly. See the way he used to talk? I mean, and he was, he was adamant he was going to fight until he, he literally, somebody told him he can't fight him. That would, the sport, I always said the sport would retire him. Aye. He just loves he fighting, doesn't he? just loves it, but he's, he's the fittest, he's mm. the best professional I've seen. He taught me a lot about it, like even when I was... And in my like, younger years, I was only doing f- maybe four threes or six threes or something. I was still doing the same training camp that Ricky was doing. It was right. only me and Ricky at the time. Aye. And um, at the time, you think staff doing that, Aye. like you're doing work you don't need to do. And Billy was just saying, you don't need to do this work. He said, you don't need to go these big runs and Aye. train three times a day. You're fighting six threes probably against a journeyman. Now, when I think about it, it's, it's the most valuable thing I've ever done because mm-hmm. it's taught me how, to, how to, to train. Tell me a bit about Jimmy Robertson. Jimmy was like my grandfather, you know what I mean? Jimmy's, what a man Jimmy was, you get you never get the acknowledgement where you should have got. Mm-hmm. I think. You know what I mean, I say Rob Bannon was a 
a great man for the sport and running about the area, but Jimmy was as well. I say it's sad, but Jimmy now, like, I went and seen him not long ago and I gave him my, my belt to keep for a while, but Aye. I've actually been pretty scared recently to go back and see him because he's no, he's, his he's, health's not great now. His health isn't great, and mm. um, obviously I know his son in law and stuff like that, and I'm asking him and terrified to go and see him because does he recognise me or does yeah. he know me? So nah. I need to, I need to bite the bullet soon, but. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's gonna be a tough one. I know he, I know his family. As I say, and I meet his he's, he's got loads of daughters and granddaughters, and grandsons. I meet them and I see how is he. And mm-hmm. Some say he's alright, some say isn't he. So, right. but I need to I do need to bite the bullet and go and see him. What did you learn from Jimmy? Just not only in boxing, but as a person, he's really close to me. Well, I was I was really close to my I was um, I think he saw to me as I say I can think that I went down. I'm not saying I was going to be a really bad person, but as I say, I had a bit of bad attitude when I was younger. Right. And uh, a bit of behavioural problems, but I think Jimmy, Jimmy sorted that out. I mean, this he was like a grandfather. There's nothing you couldn't go and tell him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing he would tell you, he would tell you straight, doesn't matter what age you were. Yeah, we need that in boxing as well, don't you? A guy you can look up to He you would know? tell you straight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When he wouldn't be, be short again, you'd be clipping the year long. <laughs> so, as I say, if you, I can mind a few, a few spars, bad attitude, it didn't go your way, and Aye. you sparred a dummy out, and he's just got a hoodie, and Aye. it's just for that, you Aye. went for just right, oh, Aye. okay. Shit, feel him. Exactly, you need that, and uh, utmost respect for Jimmy. I can, I can never ever repay him for what he's done. You know what I mean? Never ever. You turned pro in 2011, mate. What were your goals? You turned pro? Was it world champion, British, European? What, did, what were the goals you initially started? Mate, honestly, like I, as I say, I wasn't very good when I when I turned to other things. Like I was happy, the same as I was amateur. If you can get to eight and zero, and then just to tell people you're eight and zero, and you've Aye. had eight fights or ten fights, you've had ten fights and. Aye. Maybe the cut of the cut of the feet, so I'd been happy. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect the day in, to be honest. I never expected the end. Um, I, I, if I went ten and ten fights and I cut of the feet, so I'd been happy. And just to say you were a pro boxer, I just kind of I say evolved again and yep. maybe done it. You're like fucking hell, I can maybe do something. Do you remember your first pro fight? I do. Yeah, it's a guy called James Tucker, the hardest Aye. one of the hardest seeds I've ever hurt. Um, <laughs> it was in Wisher Sports Centre. That's right. Um, Eight hundred quid. You know, I mean, I sell a I sell a bar of tickets there. That's, that's a good. That's a good thing. But I thought it was like a million bucks. You know what I mean? But uh, it was always good because um, I always sell loads of tickets. That's what I think I've I've done maybe so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, always a good support and people following you. But um, I so it was what's a sports there. It was one of um, Henry Graham's. It's his show and. Uh, and then um, I can't remember who else is fighting there, but it was just having a flash, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you're out there like a wind, and then nah. I think I think I died out a wee bit in the fourth round. <laughs> but uh, aye, again, it was good. It's good to then you're left left there at the top of the top of the wall. That's your problem. Uh, where did you learn from that fight? I learned it's, I learned you know to go to know to leave the leave the tracks too too quick. Um, <laughs> no, but it was good um you learned learn all that was a first training camp. You think that's all the training you've done then? By four, four threes, which is a long time. You know, right. I mean, you should, any, I think any pro boxer in this game should be doing eight or ten rounds just off the street. Right. You know, I mean, the bus bar or whatever. Yep. So you're doing all that, knocking your pan in for four threes, and you're still knocking at the end. Of right. it. Whether it's adrenaline or whatever else, but now you're thinking back about it, you're like, how did that even get tired? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Touching on your career, mate, you're a very active fighter, mate. Your first year you had four fights, your second year you had two fights, your third year you had four fights, and your fourth year you had three fights. How crucial is it, right, for a fighter to be active in this, especially in this day and age in the game? I wouldn't even say that was active. Mm-hmm. I wish I had, a, I wish I had a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. But um, whether it's through management or whatever else, or just whatever happened, um, mm-hmm. I'd like to be a more active than that. Mm-hmm. Activity is is vital, especially when you're leveled on at stages and you're you're yep. young and you're known a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. Only way you learn is having these feelings. You walk into places. Yep. First, it's with the sports center, and then it's somewhere else at those two. You need to, you can't just do that, you know what I mean? You need to build yourself up to that and you need yep. to get the, the spar, you need to have time in the gym. Mm-hmm. 
So um, sp- but spending time in the gym without any fights, no any goals at the end of it, isn't yeah. much use either because you're just mm-hmm. you're just rolling your, your body doing it to, mm-hmm. to a core. You touched on the sparring there. Do you believe that a lot of sparring is a good education for a fighter? I did. Um, I liked sparring. I'd, I'd have sparred. I'd like to have sparred. Big Sim is the same. I sparred. I'd have sparred before tens every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. now looking back at that, it's probably how I've, ret- I've retired there. Right. I mean, how you damage your eye and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's what you like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know why some fighters that don't like sparring. Mm-hmm. You've heard this. You've heard the bigger mm-hmm. ones like David Hay and things that like don't spar at all. Aye. But that may have a bit of logic in it. If, mm-hmm. But they might be God-given fighters. I think mm-hmm. people like myself, mm-hmm. we had to keep practicing all the time because mm-hmm. if you didn't, I'll be cute. There's no use to us. Like mm-hmm. you need to restart things, so yeah, you need yeah. to keep on these. Aye. But it, I think I, I always kind of knew it was going to be a short career for us because the way you train and the way you fight and. Mm-hmm. As I say, I would never miss a loose of there, then have to go looking for me. Mm-hmm. And I was I was always there to be happy, you know what I mean? Aye. So just coming away from the obviously you retired through a bad injury, right? But see, did you feel after when you would have retired you'd be sparring for years and years? I, I read somewhere that John Murray thought we did John Murray did a similar eye injury, not yep. yourself, but it was kinda in the same kind of path. But he thought he'd be sparring for years making wages. Did you think that yourself? Um no, like don't don't worry, like I'm, I'm, i I hope I miss you and listen, but um <laughs> But even I've said, like, I just love going down sparring with Big Cam Johnson. It's great sparring hard, it's just fucking solid. But I love to go down there staying. Mm-hmm. You'd need responsibility at the time, enough, no way, no things like that. You just go down there. Yeah. And I've done it with Paul Smith, mm-hmm. but he's two Abraham fights. Aye. You know what I mean? Like, doing there, I love to go down there. Need responsibilities, get wages, sparring every brilliant. day. Aye. Fucking brilliant. Aye, and I love that. Aye. I mean, there's nothing else to worry about. But and I still speak to Cam and I still say, listen, if you ever need any, any sparring, give me a shout. Aye. A wee bit heavier than I used to be. But I'm a massive Callum Johnson fan, mate. I've always said that Callum Johnson's a sleeping giant. Listen, mate, he's go to all, mate. I, really, I hope he can be a world champion, man. He's go to all. He's signed with Frank Warren now. Aye. He's still with Joe Gallagher. Joe Gallagher's a great trainer, by the way. He gets a lot of stick on Twitter and things like that. But do you know what? He cares about his fighters and he gives it 100%. Listen, I've seen, I've been doing it. They, they camps. I see him standing there. Joe, Joe trained me, more or less, mm-hmm. even the fight before. Uh, when I fought in Leeds mm-hmm. and I had the first round knockout, like I think it was Joe Mayer, let's go in that fight because I'd done mm-hmm. all the sparring with Paul and I'd done the two caps and that's how he'd done some work against Abraham. Mm-hmm. So I kind of kind of mirrored him, I tried to. Yep. Yeah. But he got me in that fight and then he'd done some work with me and he was good. Like the thing about Joe, right? And I'm no, no strength than any other trainer, but every session for all his boys, mm-hmm. he was there. I mean, like Aye. some trainers you need for X amount of time a day. Mm-hmm. He was there every day in the morning swims, it runs at night, he was in the gym. He had no life. No, I'm not saying he had no life, I didn't know he was in my business, but Aye. for me, that, his life was boxing, his life was his fighters, he Aye. cared that much about his fighters. I've watched a lot of uh, Joe Gallagher interviews and he calls it freestyle sparring. He says, just get in there, day about this, day about Aye. that. And he, he, does, he believes his fighters, a lot of sparring is beneficial for them. Aye. But, uh, he's a good guy, Joe Gallagher. And, do you know what, man? He was a former ring magazine trainer as well, man. He's, he's got the awards for it, do you know what I mean? I thought he was a good guy, he was, good. He was nice, he was a good guy to me. So, um, See, it was good. We used to, aye, he cares about his fighters. We used to, aye. we used to drive in there. Right, we I used to drive to myself. I used to go everywhere, spam, more or less myself most aye. of the time. Aye. Used to go away to like Wales or do the bowling. So we used to drive in there, spar twelve rounds and drive home. <sighs> Man, but, I mean, you, it's the, at the time it was just there's no doubt about it it was, it was great you mentioned a few names there guys you sparred like Paul Smith Callum Johnson tell me a couple other ones you've been in there some really really good sparring um, Liam and Callum Smith mm-hmm. um, Nathan Clever I've done his I've done his sparring camp for um, Badu Jack mm-hmm. um, Martin Murray as I say Fielding we've been in Norway mm-hmm. sparring I don't know if they're any good names but um, mm-hmm. aye, they, they, all the boys the characters uh, Callum Johnson Clever was quite, quite a good sparring not a bad kid as well didn't he aye Aye. Yeah, he's, uh, he's big, he's a big guy. Any time in sparring, right, you've, like, you've had your ass handed to you, right, and you can back next to me, like, no, let's fucking have it. 
I don't know. I I think the spars is, is the only way you learn. I, mean, mm. I still say to people it's about training that. It's the only way you learn boxing with hat. Mm-hmm. You go back and you analyse that and you say, fucking hell, how did I stop them hitting me with that? Aye. But mm-hmm. as I say, that's the tough bit of the game. That's how it's, that's how it's a f- seeing in your Aye. face and your memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your career as well, mate, you're always an exciting fight. Should you miss a good tear up? That's all I kind of knew. I don't, yeah. As I say, I, I'll say that again. I wasn't a, a strategic boxer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was sitting there trying to fucking hit you and thinking that. <laughs> Take so, it off. <laughs> uh, but I say, I, I don't think I carry that much. I think my knockout would tell itself, but I think I punched harder than my knockout um, ratio, but um, it just is what it is, but it just, it's the way it worked out, but I like doing the rounds, you know what I mean, as much as you want in there and you want to earn done, mate, like even spars, I like to, I like to do more than you're supposed to, it's just, but that's probably the reason why I'm mm-hmm. maybe sitting here now talking about when I used to go. <laughs> you touched on Big Simo earlier on there, mate, in the conversation, you're really close to the big man, is he your, your best mate in boxing? Ah, he's, uh, he's my best mate I've, I've met in boxing, he's, he's Mad, um, but he's taught me a lot as well. You know, I mean, he's he's probably most what well, at the time he was most decorated in Scotland. I mean, I've got a great career, great amateur Definitely. career. We I've probably sparred more rounds than we have than anybody else. And this this well, that's probably how a backward step with me, isn't he? Aye. Isn't he really a big king? But well, we've had some tear ups, man. Aye. We used to we used to not fuck it one <laughs> like proper. I mean, I mean the gym one day. I can't mean if somebody was spam and after us, but we were in tra- we were in spam and a woman in the gym. I don't know if it's somebody's mum or something. Right. She was nearly green, and she's like, I need to leave here, I can't watch this. And then Big Sim stopped, she's like, it's all right, we're mates. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were not, I think, yeah, there was blood, there was blood in the mirrors and that, but it was, aye. Aye, we had some, some tear-ups, but it's it's mad, the big guy's a great, a great guy. Mate, Good I family, he's, man. A, he's brilliant, man. He's, he, she, obviously, a very devout family member, but see if you're taking an army to war, right? You've got the big man at oh, the front. Oh, he's good, man. He's got the salt on the face, he's got, he's got a hatchet to take a fucking heat off something. Aye, he's brilliant, listen, we do everything, like, and the Jimmy's funny in that as well, you know what I mean? But seeing it come down to business, he's seen, he seen the change in the face. Aye. You know what I mean? Like, we went into rings together for like, getting into fights at each one of those fights, so everything changes then, you know what I mean? The care on goes out the window, but you're no know, mate a better, better, better guy in the big sense. A good family man as well, he's a lovely family Aye, as well. brilliant man. Nicole and his wings. So. You, you any funny stories about him? See, I was, I was, I've actually speak to someone about this, and right. I was like, "Can you remember any?" And then we can't really, we can't really. But probably, it's, he's probably ruined my memory that much. <laughs> there has been some funny times, but um, we haven't done it. Probably, I'm saying about someone's the smelliest guy in the world. <laughs> Fuck, wait to hear this, man. We fucking billing. Just shite and fart. No, I think we can laugh about it between him and Billy. It was the stinkiest job in the whole world. It was fucking Ireland, but um, that's the clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mind the one where uh, he was he was going to a ring walk and he tried to do a U-bank of the ropes and counting his arse mind that I mind that I think I was fighting that night and, um, that, uh, that guy paid for that but the guy was fighting paid for that <laughs> <laughs> I, I can actually mind as well one of my neighbours um, he's an older guy Archie and um, right. it was that time I was fighting it was that, it was that very fight where I was missing fighting earlier but Simmons' mum was in front of him and she's gone fucking ballistic Aye. man I think, she's, I think she's a better fighter than Simmons. I've met his mum, she's so a nice she, person. Aye, she's a nice aye. Aye. I wouldn't want to fight her. Aye. Aye. Simmons, but she was going fucking plastic. I think my neighbour asked her just to sit down in there. And she, she, she turned around and told me to fuck her. Aye, fuck's sake. So I hear her, so um, aye, they're a good family. But you seem dead happy to me, but would you say boxing's gave you some of the best times of your life? Absolutely, aye. It's given me the, some of the some of the, the worst the worst times at all, like mm. the, the worst downs, you know what I mean? Aye. So, but... Um, Aye, it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's an experience I would never ever regret. Never mm-hmm. regret doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty privileged where I went. I done what I done. I mean, no expecting half. Yeah. I think that's maybe mm-hmm. being a bit modest or whatever. But it's just the way I've always thought. And um, 
they've, done, they've changed things a million times you know yep. what I mean but mm. I'm glad things worked out everyone's worked out well for me now there's people in a lot worse position me so I need to count myself lucky I'm, I'm happy I'm happy I've done it I say that you've got injuries and that but there's nothing I'll, nothing I'll, uh, I'll live you know what I mean mm. but see that's the other thing as well like, you've always got edge to doing things uh, again so but, uh, you've got too much to lose now uh, you know what I mean Throughout your career, mate, you're under the guidance of Billy Nelson. How close are you and Billy? Me and Billy were close mm -hmm. at the time. Um, we spent the best part of 10 years together, didn't we? We were Aye. close. Um, mm -hmm. He taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. A good trainer, very good trainer, Billy. Um, as I say, said to you, I don't know through any bad things they have over me, but like I, I like to do my own things, like my, my running. and yeah. done it with Ricky long enough, and I went to myself, and then own strength and dish, own diet. I've done all that myself, so mm -hmm. it's nobody nobody needed to do that for me. Nobody needed to tell me what to do. Um, mm -hmm. But Billy in the gym, like he was good. He was very uh, knowledgeable. Like, like if you seen me at the start and we're, we're finished, right. like you will see a massive, massive difference. Like is he one of the trainers that would go above and beyond for you in the would, gym? I think he would go above and beyond for you outside the gym mm -hmm. as well. He was, mm -hmm. he was he was a good friend as well. Uh, Billy is, uh, is, is, is as well as a good trainer. Uh, he would do he would do a lot for you, and if you asked him for a favour, he would do a favour. Uh, and I know a lot of people keep a professional. But, yep. um, aye. Aye, he would do a lot of things. He's, he's a good good person outside the gym. Do you say it was a good journey with Billy? Aye. I would say it was a good journey. Mm -hmm. aye. We don't keep in touch that that, yep. that, that much now, but um, I know he's busy at the now. I think he's in Iceland now. He's from. Aye, train the list. Aye, aye. <laughs> so, um, but that's not as what it is. People, people grow apart. People talk. Mm -hmm. They ain't mean Billy, but the kind of people were. Aye. Next year, if he phones me and all that, I'll be sounding ugly. How did that work with you when I say like, man, him with the Rangers, man? <laughs> <laughs> see you on Twitter. I'm glad I, I haven't got Twitter anymore, but I'm glad, man, because he's, he's a fucking pest on Twitter. But, um, it's never it's, laugh at Especially with me, he used to turn me out every time, but um, aye, so, but you always get, they always get the stick. I think I still, I still usually get the odd text again, aye. especially now, because things are going out my way. Aye. But uh, I swings and roundabouts and it'll come aye. again. You retired by a record of 22 2 and 1. You're only drawing your record was against the late Lee Noble. That's God right. bless him. How That's tough right. was Lee? He was tough. He's got a good, really good fighter. I still think I won that fight that day, but, uh, but, but what a fighter it was. Actually, I spoke to him, like, oh, I, I spoke to him since then, and, mm. and he wasn't well in that. And it's, we sent him doing some, he asked for a hat, then obviously he must have through his chemo and mm -hmm. sent him doing some stuff. Not that it meant much to him, but I think it did mm. in the long run, you know what I mean? Mm. But um, I still spoke to him to, probably just before he died, just wished him well. I don't know, speaking to him day to day, but just wished him well and things like that. But, what a tough man he was, he's very underrated as well, mm -hmm. very, very underrated, so I think, I think he was again a guy I always just loved fighting. God he, rest his soul. Yes. But your only two defeats in your record, they would not be become world champions, that was George Groves and Rocky Fielding, how good was Groves? He was, he was good, he could, he could hit like a horse, um, I actually went into fight, like, probably a bit made my fault, I never ever really kind of said no and took the opportunity, you know what I mean, to fight, but it was massive opportunity and it, mm -hmm. was, it was good mm -hmm. money and then, when we, when we came in the ring, obviously he was massive compared to me, you know what I mean, but, um, he came in the ring, I thought it was one of the fucking security guards. So. <laughs> I was like, you're joking. But, uh, at the way in, mate, he did. Look, I, I, I looked at that clip the other night and he, he did it at the way in. I'm like, fuck me, man. He looks like a light heavy. Aye, man. so mm -hmm. I think he was. I think he must have put on two stone going in that ring because mm -hmm. I, always, I always put on Mace the best part of stone and stone a bit. So mm -hmm. he was massive. The fight went where it went. It's just, just experience. Experience will tell all the, the tales. I mean, he's got all this experience and mm -hmm. he kind of got up against that. Aye. But we did anyway, but... Um, he that yeah. lethal jab as well, mate. What's that jab? It's that, it's that straight right uh, hand. I mean, Jim Watts said he thought he had the best jab in the business, and oh, what a uh, weapon it, it was, comes mate. to his hip uh, you just don't see it. But mm -hmm. we went down after we won the Commonwealth. Um, George goes after he's down, and Barry McGregor asked down to spar. So mm -hmm. we were down there, and I think we sparred. I think we sparred eight rounds and then four rounds. Mm -hmm. um, we George goes and we down and paid, and 
Aye. I just wish the fight went the way the spar went. But Aye. as I say, that's should have, would have, could have. What was his power like? It's mad power. Aye. But uh, as I say, all in all, you've got six season headguards on. But done really well in the spar. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I would have fucking, if it was a fight, we'd have won it. But it's done really well. Just mm-hmm. the sickening the way it went. I mean, yeah. he, he, he bullied me. Not I mean, oh, just a bit. He bullied me. He's mm-hmm. just too big and too strong. So, um, but it was good. It was good experience. He sat. He actually sat down and spoke to him. Aye. Spoke to Barry McGregor, and he the good words to say with you and that. Ah, nice touch. It was good. Yeah. Do you feel you got grows at the wrong time because you had the two losses to Froch, right? He came back. I'm sure it was uh, Christopher Rabrasi, Dennis Douglas. Yeah. Then he fought Badu Jack at, at world level again. He lost. And then it basically was his fourth time at World Honours. Do you feel you got him at the wrong time? Because that was his last chance selling more or less, wasn't it? I reckon any time would have been a bad time for me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. For, for me. I don't think, I, with me, me personally, like against George Grove, I don't think it would have been a good time or a bad time. I think it was just mm-hmm. going to be Aye. inevitable. You know what I mean, but let's say we, it, it's been bit, I'd, I'd rather have done what I'd done than sitting 10 years for now or 20 years for now and saying, oh, fuck, imagine I fought him. Aye. I mean, what would have But let's say it's life experiences, that's what happens. Sometimes. I think you learn more against with defeats than you do when I learned, I learned a lot from that. Then it probably took me on to, to win the Commonwealth, you know Aye. what I mean? Just touching on that, mate, after the, the Groves defeated two victories over Kelvin Young and Kelly Songcom, sure it was. That's right, yeah. And then you went for the big one in Melbourne, mate, against Sackdown, you captured the Commonwealth title. How did that fight come about? I'm not actually too sure about that fight against Kelvin Young, and then with two back in, then we got we got offered it, and then Daniel at the time he was managing me, um, the MTK, and then Dan, Dan Cunningham, uh, and mm-hmm. he phoned us, and he actually tried to say to me no to date and right. said listen we'll get you get a fight here we'll try and get you built up and we'll get you against a fight against the Luke Blackness or something for the Commonwealth right. here Aye. and I said no straight away I said yeah. I didn't even ask I didn't even know how much money I was getting same with, the, same with the Grove same with the end I didn't know how much money I was getting but mm. I said aye I said that's fine and then we just that's what it was I said so I had to try and, try and say it myself say it myself made that's what's going on going into that fight mate he was 23 you know you took his off him right but you're a 10 to 1 underdog mate I know honours are folk that aye. got a few quid on you mate, mate did Billy stick a few quid on you too? I think he did aye, aye. A, few, a few people back here have dealt me and mm-hmm. um, they, they, they won a good good bit of money so mm-hmm. it's good it's good to hear that I mean but mm-hmm. he was he was, I think he was world number 4 at the time world aye. number 4 in the WBA or something so aye. But that, again, it's just numbers. You know I mean, if you want, if you want to date, you want to date. But mm-hmm. going to be there. I mean, even Paco couldn't get a, a result in Australia. It's, I think I was still down in the cards. So I was battling fucking him. You'll shite you know in the same same care of one. But mm-hmm. again, it's a life experience. You go to Australia to fight. Aye. I said I didn't even know what to start. How much money I was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's just life experience. If you don't want to date them, then what's the point? No. Aye. Did you get the business class now? Yeah. Did we barely know a role to soak up the trouser leg like that brother Nelson Cronin no, fighting again? No, I was sitting next to and then Gary <laughs> Cornish was there, so right. you can imagine the fucking feet, feet space we had. I know, like the guy that was running that there, Brian Amatuda, right. he was great to us, mm-hmm. but um, like Zach Dunn obviously, obviously had his own team, he was, he was a big man, obviously he had his own team and that, so they were a bit of dick stays to be honest. I think it's just common currency where you're meant to pick up a fighter every day and take him to train and things like that. They never doing that. I don't think they've done it once, but and his dad actually picks up at the airport, but he sussed out. What? So I mean mad stuff, aye. but uh, they are a bit of dick stays, so it made it even sweeter. Aye, the victory, I mean. aye. Did they chuck you in a fucking wee tiny gym all I heard, wasn't it? They put us in um aye, we all be actually bit it was a bit they picked us up at their gym, they took us to Zach Dunn's gym. Right. And we're like, no, we're not training here. Mm-hmm. And um and that was it. So we went for an end gym, so it was a community gym. Aye. It was homeless and that, and there was, right. was just young boys that were training in it. But it was a great oh, yeah. gym, man. Great gym. It was a fucking brilliant gym. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as everyone was running down it, that mm-hmm. was a great gym. But we mm-hmm. went and made that sale and found it ourselves. Right. And uh, just walked it every day. We'd done anything. 
we get put in a room right next to a, 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 a like five or eight parts of Rona night. It's just things that just aye. the tricks they trade, but I, I, I knew that fuck you up. I knew that was going to happen. You know aye. what I mean? But um, but it made all the sphere. Fucking they were they were they were the thought they were going to run out of tap. What's that the best David Brophy we've seen that night in your career? I think so. Probably probably you've seen on the telly and that. Aye. 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 I caught a good fight against Tobias Graham. That was a belter. Aye. Aye. I think so. I think so. I was. I think it was because I said to Billy, you know, before I left for that Australian fight, I said, Billy, I'm looking already to beat. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at I don't even think Billy, Billy even thought about it because I, I still think this day, like, but Billy went over to his wife and that, and like, she's fair enough he wanted company, but like, I've never, anybody else went over there, went over a team, know what I mean? Like, Fucking right. Like, um, mm -hmm. went over to his wife and mm -hmm. they'd done what they wanted. They obviously, his wife is there, I mean, it's like seeing that, but I had one thing in my mind. I, was, mm -hmm. I, was, I went to the gym and that myself sometimes. Aye go through anybody's fault and then just I knew I knew I, I fucking just knew I wasn't going to be I said to Nicky and I know it was like Nicky I'm not going to get a beat I can't mm -hmm. get a beat yeah and my mates and that came out I think there was maybe 12 or 13 people came out flew out mm -hmm. for the fight so Aye. I wasn't bringing people out there to get you ran out of tapping see the game plan going into that fight were you were you saying to Billy listen I'm going to fucking knock him out or did you say we can get this in points were you well, training for the knockout Billy never ever no no I, I, I don't think I could train for the knockout because my like your, your power but um Billy just, Billy, that's how good a trainer is, he gradually just, like, just puts wee things into your training camps and, like, it might be different, but I don't ask any questions, you're doing something different, you're doing shots, mm -hmm. and um, it just gradually hangs and you're maybe doing things what he's, he's seen. Yep. Billy always does is analyse everything, you know what I mean? Aye. So, um, and then when I was in there, I, like, when I was in there, I say, but, like, I'm a kind of fighter, the front foot all the time, I need to be in the front foot, yep. I'm always keeping people in the back foot, and, like, Zach Dunn's never ever put Ben in the back foot. So put him somewhere he does, he's never been before. Aye. And he fucking crumbled. Aye. Crumbled. Mm -hmm. So as soon as he was stepped back, he couldn't fight. Aye. So I seen that in the first round. The mm -hmm. very first 10 seconds, I put him in the ropes. Right. Back in his own corner. Aye. And I was like, he's fucking got to crumble. So, and, then he's, and then I gradually, because he was getting hit me, his elbows were coming up. Mm -hmm. His elbows were coming up and I Aye. just couldn't miss him. Man. I heard them make noises, but I've never heard the man make it for. I couldn't get a fuck. I had to that. get him out of there, innit? Yeah, he was a bit of a dickhead anyway, so. Aye, was he, aye? Aye, proper dickhead. What? But when he shake my hand. What, after the fight, aye? Even before the fight, like, we were going at the weigh-in and things like that. No, the weigh-in, the weigh-in, it was like, ah, must be a news report thing for right. the Australian aye. and whatever else. His trainer come up and he and he's like, listen, Zach won't shake your hand or anything, that's just the way it is. I don't know why he shakes his fucking hand, go fuck off you. Aye, fucking Billy, right. Billy got a good move in there, but they shake it off, so I don't know why he shakes his fucking hand. When they shake hands like at the way ends or anything like that, like well, that's fine, you hassle. Know, so I, would, I would be a bit more courteous than that, not been. See, even after the fight, was in the listen, look, well done, mate, the better man won. Fuck no, really, no, really, no, no, really. Like, I went back, obviously, we get his belt. And I wish I kept it a lot longer for a picture that, but I never really done anything, man. I never done much, to be honest. I never even went out that night. I went aye, home. Aye. Everybody else went out, was there. Like, I went home in my bed, but um, mm -hmm. when I gave me his belt back, Ah, uh, you alright, mate? Exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> fucking right, fuck off then. <laughs> so here's your belt, your dick. Mate, six months after that, you fought Rocky Fielding for unification, Commonwealth and the British. Yep. See that fight, mate? Were you hundred percent getting into that fight? I thought I was. Um, it's a, that's a sore one for me to take. As I say, we we done a lot of spam with, with Rocky for going to Australia. Aye. He's a good fighter, man. I, like I've I've seen our mates, kind of mates in boxing terms. But he just caught me too early and, and tapped the heat. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was say, like, Billy would tell you, like, it was a, for a shot where we, we trained against, no, you caught. Aye. I think I hurt my, my shot, overhand right, just mm -hmm. before it, and I never get excited. Mm -hmm. Too excited, inexperienced, you could call it in. Um, mm -hmm. And then just counted a left hook, and it caught me in the tap of the heat, and I, I thought it was all right, but I haven't went. My legs mm -hmm. went. How good was the sparring with him? Was there times you got the better, and he got the better you, or...? It was hard to spar, it was very, very unorthodox. I think mm -hmm. he, he gave me a really, really hard sparring. He actually cut me across there. 
for the lead up to Australia, mm-hmm. just for a shot, mm-hmm. where it was where it was end, it could happen to anything. They cut me across there and I still had it in the fight in Australia. Mm-hmm. Like there was uh, there was good and bad times, you know what I mean? Good mm-hmm. times. I, I like Rocky and I'm glad he's went on to David once. Not really no, like I've been talking to her again on Instagram about message or something, but I don't really keep in touch with many people for boxing and bonus, but um, just just the way I'm, I like just like I like my mates and my company. Tell me about the one where uh, I read somewhere that um, when you came to spar up Billy's gym, you stayed above a pub. Tell me about the times you chum up for a beer at six in the morning. Oh, I, um, one of my sponsors at the time, Eddie Hartley, um, so we had a place in Chapel Hall, it was called. So there was a pub boozer at the bottom right. of it and then rooms Aye. at the top of the restaurant and that. So we st- he stayed in there, it was good to me. Mm-hmm. He sponsored me and he stayed there and then we spun the next day and I think and I got a piss heads down there at six o'clock <laughs> in the morning looking to get in and buzzing, buzzing it again for a pint or whatever time it was. But uh, I always chance me for that. Well, and again, you see the, the one time my Instagram as well about, um, and a comment about the, the times all the piss heads trying to get off at extra time in the morning. <laughs> Tell me one fight that got away for you that you never got in your career you wanted that you never got it. Maybe the I always always had rumours of maybe I always had a wee thing about Jimmy Cox. Right. Jimmy Cox is a good fighter, I think Jimmy Cox is a good fighter, but there was things about that at the time, um what else was it? Even even the Scottish boy Tommy Fulton Tommy Fulton was my mate, I see Tommy Fulton was my mate, but there was talks of me and him and that as well. But mm-hmm. um me and Tommy sparred a lot on that as well. Aye. So was that, it Gym as well, wasn't it? Was it you, we, we done a lot of we done a lot of sparring, so mm-hmm. good fighter Tommy and came. But he was a bit troubled at times, uh, but we always, I mean, always, always, always the first one to give my message now, and it was he feeling too good. Uh, he was, fe- he came for a end, didn't he? Did that. Uh, good fighter, with Terry. Mm-hmm. Aye, Terry, Terry's um, a great I guy. Can actually, I can actually mean, Tommy, Tommy, we were away in Liverpool for the, the British Championships when we were young, and he spewed in the ring. Aye. He was qualified. <laughs> <laughs> that right, aye? He spewed in the ring, so, um, it's quite funny, but aye, Tommy, Tommy's a good guy, good family man that as well, so aye. I think there was always what we talked about me and him fighting, because mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. we, with Danny Vaughan having the, the shows in the Emirates and it's two mm-hmm. Scottish guys, I think it made sense. Mm-hmm. But it'd been, it'd been a good fight, but obviously Aye. just never had him retirement and stuff. Just talking about Danny Vaughan there, how was life under MTK? Uh, MTK were good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I got picked up by MTK when I was over Spam, Paul Smith and Marbella for right. the first Abraham fight. Right. But they seen me, Danny, uh, Daniel and Anto seen me sparring him, so I think it just gradually we got out of my contract with Alec Morrison. Right. Go through any bad blood or anything like that, just, just, just try and better myself. And then mm-hmm. I think it was maybe the best thing I had. I, I, did, I still do wish I had a few more, maybe chance at a crack at a title, but I think, I think they were coming Aye. before um, before I actually won one. Yep. And then maybe just go away if it's too quick and then retirement harm. But mm-hmm. as well as, I mean, they're always should have been the especially some of the fighters. I'm not saying they're bad fighters, but some of the fighters that are winning the titles, you know, right. I think I could beat them. Aye. Or I could have. I give them a shot anyway. Aye, Aye. definitely. But, Again, it's just it's agonising watch. I don't even I, I try and look watch the law boxing because it's that's quite a wee bit scary watching on me sometimes when I mean, you're seeing people. Do you ever get that actually you know, watching a fight in your division I'd fucking bury him? Sometimes aye, aye. but as I say, everybody can see that for the, the realm tier, and then you can see that sitting in the living room where a bottle of beer there on or curry sitting in front of them, aye. but um, it's too easy done. Mate, you're forced to retire through a, an eye injury. How's the eye now? Um shite. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's um it's a lot better than it is like to be fair, um, I had about five fights, maybe f- maybe four or five fights, and I had double vision all the time. Like even I'm looking straight ahead, but mm-hmm. um, I end up I went to Ross Hall and get a private, get a private doctor, and then end up sending me to um, to Paisley, but someone in Paisley. You've got Ross Hall. Um, um, oh fuck, can't even. It's, it's it's the 
public hospital anyway, but anyway, um, so I sent down there and I got an operation. And like, I couldn't, literally couldn't see where it was. It was something to do with the muscle of my eye through head trauma all the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't see my two eyes are pointing different. I was cockeyed to the list, you know what I mean? But, um, getting into fights like that, and it was murder, and gradually it was stuff. I went seeing about my head, and I had um, a couple of what's it called, um, like mild brain injuries, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm. after fights, and I thought it was my eyes, but obviously. It all led up to that. And I got an operation by my eye, and then even now, if I look down, if I'm standing, I'm looking down at my feet, I've got double vision. Is that right? Yeah. Running, running on this side. Right. Um, uh-huh. So then after that, and I went and seen the last, the final doctor, and I said, listen, can this be fixed? Mm-hmm. She says, it's, it's miles 100% better than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, will this happen again if I keep getting hit? She says, it uh-huh. probably will. And I, I just left that hospital. Um, I phoned Nicky, and I says, that's it, Nick. Uh, time's up. That's that. So. And then um, whenever, whenever she was a friend that time, but I just phoned her straight away and she's now nah, I'm not doing that again, I know. How did you take retirement? Because you know, some fighters, they can get lost in the retirement and they get in that slip road, but you always had the, the PT, the gym, that in the background. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's what it is. I've got, I've got my gym now and then I've got great clients and like a great bunch of them. I've worked, worked hard at the gym and um, I think that's what's kept us focused. I mean, it's, it's easy to let the strain, as mm-hmm. I say. Um, I say I had that to focus on because you had to focus. That was my only job. I don't get any other income. Aye. So I think that's it kept you kept mm-hmm. you focused on something. Just touching back to either. See, uh, when did you start getting bothered in your kill? Was it what fights was it? I can mind them um, even before I went sparred cleverly. Mm-hmm. So that was before the fielding fight. But I can mind even before the boy I, I, I fought after Groves again. Was his name again? Kelvin Young. Uh, Kelvin, Kelvin Young. Young. So I had it. You mind it before that, and I thought it was something to be sparring. So you're talking a good bit before that, you know what I mean? I had to get on to Australia and that as well, but it wasn't as bad, so it gradually just got worse and worse. And then, I wasn't was too good, and it, get, it did get worse. And then, uh, obviously, you started to notice things up in the morning, you can't uh, really see them. And I, I, thought, bad, and I, uh, I thought it was worse, I thought it was something to do with the brain. Uh, so, you panic at the time, I eh? did panic, I uh, but then I kept fighting. So, uh, that's that's another selfish thing, and all that's a menta- fighter's mentality. It's, just, it, it's stupid, man. You think about it now, you think it went so much, so much worse. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like, um, I spoke to Billy about how my is and that, and I went, he knew I went to these doctor's appointment, but he just kept mm-hmm. sparring, kept fighting. Did the doctors say to you, listen, David, this is the end of the line here? They did the last time I went, Aye. but they were, they were really good. I think, I think the woman I went and seen at Ross Hall, right. he was doing a private, there was a private um, session, um, and she actually. Uh, Reverted me down to her, down to hers, which isn't it? I should have went to the Edry Monklands, but she got me doing this Royal yeah. Alexandra. Oh, aye, that's a big one, isn't it? Aye, she's seen me and mm-hmm. she shouldn't have, so yeah. she was going, going against aye, the green. Aye, aye, so, but can't see, because I was nearly, I was nearly in tears, and I mean, I was rolling, rolling about it. And um, he said to me, and she said, I'll get this guy, his name was, I can't remember his name, but he was a right good guy, Pedro, his name was, mm-hmm. the surgeon's name. Mm-hmm. He said, I've done having a kid here. I went and seen him again, he's like, Listen, this, I see his kid, this happened again. Aye. See, it could, see that, but they always tell you the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. But, um, see, it could happen again, so that was when I just. See, after you chucked it, was you like, oh, Thank fuck, man, I've had this for fucking nearly 20 years. Listen, <laughs> a, wee bit, a wee bit, you're like, really, uh, you don't need to do a training campaign again, I mean, I can eat that fucking light, Aye. but at the end of the day, it's always got to win, you know, I mean, it's always got to win. You, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm lucky enough, I'm in a job. But I, I enjoy doing and I train people when I'm at, and about boxing all the time. Mm-hmm. I still I still say I would never ever be a boxing trainer. Aye. I've seen too much shit happening Aye. to trainers and what happens in boxing. I mean I've seen too much the bullshit but um I've got I've got I've got a good good business in that fair and I I'm very lucky. A lot of people just when they're finished boxing, they don't know how many day and then they go back on a site. Aye. They don't labour them for somebody and 
Need this respect to that, but it's something you don't want to do in life. That's what you hear. I, mean, I think it was John Murray when he fought Brandon Rios, right? And he, he was basically headlining at Madison Square Garden, right? And then it was like the next December, he was on the road fucking curbing and all that fucking shit. You're like, just how can this? It's unfair, you, isn't it? You put all the eggs in every basket. I kind of done that in the, in the education. I always thought it was going to be son. I was the time you were playing football and then right. and you started to box. And I'm going to make it something, right. surely. Mm-hmm. And I had no na- education. I've got nothing, know what I mean? Right. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, very lucky again. Mm-hmm. But I think I, mm-hmm. I've worked hard at everything I've done, like, even at the gym. I've right. worked very, very hard at everything I've so. mm-hmm. Just touching the gym there, mate. Obviously, that was that exit strategy in place while you were still boxing the gym? Well, I, I was always PT and I had my spare time for training. So, mm-hmm. um, but I never ever thought I'd have main gym and like mm-hmm. it's what I've got to know with my clients and like mm-hmm. the people I've got in my gym, like my gym community, they're a great bunch of man. I mean, mm-hmm. and um, they're, they're your livelihood, they're your, they're your blood, don't they? Mm-hmm. So, um, aye, so I didn't expect that at all, but I keep surprising myself, <laughs> to be honest. Aye, aye. I keep surprising myself all the way through my life. I don't really <laughs> expect much myself, but I can keep happening. Did you always feel you move into the fitness game when you retired? That was my biggest aspect. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there was much, many people out there that was fitting me. I think aye. that's how I go so far, even aye. with the, but band boxing, I said to you earlier on, I never had any God-given talents, but I worked hard at Avon, man. I yeah. was, there was no, nobody much fitting me. Do you enjoy it, aye? Aye, I still keep fitting around. I mean, not as much as training three times a day and stuff like that, but, mm. um, but aye, I, lo- I love love the fitness. and um, yeah. It's just something I've always been good at, running and things mm. like that. I could always run and aye. just something I've always been good at. So, dedicated um, to it, mate. That's it. See if you're dedicated to your work, it becomes so much easier, aye. do you know what I mean? That's brilliant, it's man. Good, it's good. I want to touch on your former stalemate, Martin Bacoli. Where does the big man fit in the heavyweight scene? He's a uh, big man, special, special talent. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know where he's going to go because he's he's um, he's in he's in uh, Congo the now and he's not coming home. I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's happening. I, yeah. I don't know about, if it's COVID or no. But mm-hmm. when he's here and he's training, like I seen him, you see, you see him sparring every day. Every day he sparring, Martin's fucking mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Aye. I know he had that bad defeat against Michael Hunter, but. Aye. Mike Hunter's smashing people up there. Done it last night, didn't he? In trouble, wasn't it? Aye. So, Martin, but, I thought Martin had a bad injury in that night. Was that the case, aye? No, I don't think it is. I think, I think, I think maybe between, between me and you, well, was, uh, I think it's... Uh, I don't think it was. I think it's just it's a bad fight. Aye. I think it's a hard fight. And it just the bogeyman in it, maybe. It could have been, but... Listen, he might have been injured, but... The things you go through your head and you're in the ring and you've been hurting the fucking face, is different. Aye. How high is a big man's ceiling? Can he... <sighs> Can, can he be a world champion? Has he got to attack with likes of AJ Fury, Usyk, Dillian White, Dubois? I think he, I think he can. I mean, I've seen him spar the ball mm-hmm. and I get the better the ball mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. So um, I've seen him, mm-hmm. actually seen him spar to his role and all and like, he gives his role a horrid time. I went doing spar, we went doing London and I sparred Bigloni for my last spar against, uh, before I fought Fielding. Aye. It was a great spar, man. Me, me and Bigloni, we'd done a of 10 rounds and uh, Big Martin spared his role before it. it was a f- he gave me, he gave me. So he did, he really did give me. So, what, but again, every fight, most of the fights he's been in, he does, does it again. But when he step up and the hangs, it spans different fights. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I hope he does because Big Martin, he's just got a wee baby there recently. At, um, and he's over there, but he wants to get back here and train stuff. Aye. But as I say, that's his business. I don't know the more the details. See if he gives you the call, the Big Man. He says to you, listen, bros, I need you back in the camp. Can you help me? Would you go down and give me a horn, aye? I would die. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if like I was helping before, but it wasn't. It ended up not being beneficial to me with my mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Aye. So none of us happened the fights. That a couple of fights fell through, and then 
Mm. It just never really beneficial to me. You mm. just, I mean, you see the end of the day, see now I'm selling my time for money. That's it, get your wages in it. So you sell mm. your time for money, and if you're not getting any money, I'm you're selling your time, it's, it's not much use, is it? Do you believe that there's a lot of fighters out there at this moment in time, right, that they're just not getting the platform, like Big Martin, right? I know he's with MTK, I'm sure. Yes, no, just right. recently. But do you believe, right, there's fighters out there, right, who are world class fighters, right, but they're just not getting on that platform? I think I think so. I think like like I think Josh Taylor, if he was the MTK and we wouldn't be a world champion. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the unified world champion. Yeah, I, I generally believe that. I think mm-hmm. they've they've pulled full strings to get him there. No disrespecting mm-hmm. his Barry McGregor and that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's the way it is. If he if he wasn't there, then um, we wouldn't be even like Lee Wood. They just fought there, great fighter, that's but probably. whether would they've got that chance mm-hmm. if he wasn't be a big a big uh, organisation like MTK. Just touching Josh Taylor, mate. How far Jinky can go? Jinky can jump into welterweight and conquer welter as well. Jinky's got the skills naturally to do it. Special, special fighter. Aye. He's a uh, good guy and all. He's, he's funny that as well. After seeing him asking <laughs> asking boys for pints, now. Was it, <laughs> was it was it was it was it fucking. He's, he's funny man but you need that no, I mean I think he's got a wee bit of cut of screws loose aye, that daftness I'm sure Carol Frampton said that about me she's listen the one thing about Josh Taylor he's got that madness in him as well aye, man. it's a special special I think you need it no, I mean mm-hmm. you can turn it on and off mm-hmm. I mean I think actually call him I think a few of them call him hang <laughs> right, so I think that's aye. pretty funny but um, I think you need that as well but he's a special fighter oh, all he does go all the way he thinks he deserves it you see him doing it I've got him on Instagram aye. and See the big coach and he's, he's doing well and he's, he's a millionaire. Great good, to see good as well, especially, honestly, undisputed champion. The last guy to do that for Scotland, Ken Buchanan, he's, exactly. make, he's making history now and obviously, he might. I think he might go with the cattle fight, I'm not that sure, but see if he does go up to Welter, who do you think he'll tackle next? Um, I don't know, I think he's, I think he's looking for uh, Jonathan Davis, isn't he? Uh, well, they're, they're talking about old oh, Crawford's a top rank fighter, so I think the fight is easy to make with top rank with Josh well, and Crawford. But Crawford's, Crawford's, a, Crawford's a good fighter, no? he's, mm-hmm. he's a tough ass, but... Aye. I think if anything got to do it, it's got to be Josh Taylor. But see, I think with Josh Taylor, right? He's got that confidence, mate. He could fucking, he could beat the devil, mate. Aye. Honestly, he's I got that. He's got that eye like, oh, fucking beating the ball. He, he always says, I believe in my own ability. I think, I know. I, I think he'd, I think if you phone him in the morning and said he's got to fight Canelo, I think he would do it. Aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, get the flight booked, doesn't it? That's good, man. That's, I think that's what you need, thing is. Mm-hmm. For for a fighter, not to not to have any no have any regrets and not to say not to any fight. I think that's a good thing. It can be Aye. daft and all, but. Realistically, you know, I mean, if you wait to town like Josh Taylor, it's got mm-hmm. to get you to places where he is now, where millions of pounds, yep. and the place he wants to be, and now you need to take chances. Let's hope we can get these signature fights, the big, big fights, the Javonte Davis fight, that could be dubbed as a super fight, do you know what yep. I mean? Because he's maybe there's boy real in it, do you know what I mean? But yep. I'm telling you, Josh Taylor can beat anybody on his day, mate. I'm I think so you. as well. I thought even before, when he was world champion, he was going to be world champion. Aye. I mean, I always mm-hmm. thought that. It was just special. Aye. But as I say, yeah, I, think, I think he's got where he is now for the... Who's mm-hmm. backing him as well? Aye. MTK are the best in the business, but without a doubt, I know he's with top rank now and all, but man, as you do stuff, I think they're the best in mm-hmm. the business. Just look at the fighters I've had, mate Tyson Fury, Billy Joe, Josh Taylor. I mean, there are 200 fighters on their books, man. Aye. It's great to see what they care for boxing. They care about the fighters, I mean, that's the first Aye. thing that well, I noticed like, somebody actually cared for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a big hang in boxing because it's a lonely sport, mm-hmm. so it's good, good to have something you're calling up. But listen, mate, that's us today. Absolutely fantastic, mate. I appreciate you giving us your time today. And honestly, God bless you, mate. I loved it. I loved it, mate. Thank you very much. All the best, boss. Thank you, mate. You've been listening to Real Life Boxing. For more information, go to reallifeboxing.com.